Hey, Drew, I'm just popping around because I bought these two new tennis rackets from the uh, sports store. I thought you might want to play a game of tennis. Yeah, you know what? I'm, uh, I, mean, I haven't played much Murray tennis lately, so let's uh, jump into a nice game of tennis. All right, cool. Well, uh, here's your racket, Drew. Oh, thanks. Bryce, uh, why is it, why is it full of holes? I don't think I'll be able to hit anything with this. Well, it was slightly cheaper, so I thought it was a bit, bit, bit better to save a bit of value for money in my pocket, you know? But you could have just paid like $10 more or $20 more and just got an, a functional racket that actually does what it was marketed to do. Well, yeah, but uh, I'm penny pinching, you see, so I guess it was probably just a better idea to forego the fact that it had all this nice this nice bounce back on the racket and uh, thought I might just buy you a cheap one. Fair enough. Well, oh, what's this? Oh, it looks, looks like Nintendo's announced the Switch Lite. What's up everybody, welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast backed by 120 Power Star rating, and the doors to episode 108 are open. I'm your host Drew Agnew, and joining me as always is my big BD, it's Bryce DeWitt. Hey everyone. How's it going dude? Uh, good. That's good. <laughs> What's with the uh, Sonic uh, impression? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're just trying to be witty. You're trying to think. Oh, how am I going to? How am I going to come to this podcast in a new and interesting way? You know, usually I say hello. Sometimes I say hi, but it's the Sonic impression that's really going to blow the listeners Chili away. Dogs. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> so what you been up to this week, Bryce? You been uh, doing things? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> no. Uh, work, and then I picked up Minecraft on the Switch again. Oh, you did? Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah? What, why uh, just felt like playing it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, a lot's been added since I last played it. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking like nine, ten years ago. Really? Yeah. It's not been that long since you've been playing it. No, I haven't played it. Played so it I remember you were like playing it when it was like an alpha. Yeah. And like yeah. it wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I just picked it up again thought, yeah. And I mean, I got stuck into it last night. My switch is at 50%. I hopped in bed and just played until my battery run dry and... Hmm. Had fun, so... So now you're a big advocate for uh, Steve to be coming into Minecraft. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no you, not. You, you can sleep at night now. You know Banjo's there. You know it's, he's not going to be taken over by any other... exactly right. ...Microsoft character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apart from that, just uh, sort of <clears throat> waiting for Fire Emblem. A week away from Fire Emblem, just waiting for that Oh, to come. boy, I can't wait for Fire Emblem. We sort of talked about it. Uh, what uh, house do you reckon you'll go with? Red one. Red one? I haven't looked into it. I'm just going to sort of... Play the game, get to the point, and make the decision there. I'm going to be on the spot. Yep, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I haven't really looked one. at too much on the game, apart from like the like only the basic tra- info. Yeah, just like the trailers and that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going through any of the stuff that's been released since it's been in uh, reviewers' hands. Mm. I'm just leaving it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just uh, wait until it comes out this week and get my grubby hands on it. And yeah, it sounds like all all the feedback from reviewers and that is uh, is quite really good. positive. Yeah. So that's um, good. I, I think. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like Famitsu or something that has like a really weird score rating out of 40. Yeah. And I got like 37 or 30. Yeah, which 30 is quite good. Like Famitsu's pretty uh, hard on, on games. They don't just willy-nilly give out perfect scores or anything. So no, yeah. Getting a game up, up there. It'd be weird, sort of like... I, I only hear about the like the good Nintendo games that get rated by Famitsu. Yeah. I never like hear about the games where it might get like a 20 out of 40 or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not reading it every every issue or anything like that. But no, yeah, mm. yeah. 
Yeah. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about the uh, the law firm that's uh, targeting Nintendo for the Joy-Con drift. Uh, more, so more discussion on the uh, Nintendo Switch Lite and the new model of Nintendo Switch. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's going to be the show. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty slow on slow on general news this mm. week, and I think I've I've got a lot to say next week when Fire Emblem's out, and you know, sort of talk about that. Plus, it's you know after our big trip, it's our first week back. I feel like I feel like we should probably just take it easy and then get back into the hard stuff next week. Just take it easy. Yeah, Chill place. out. Just, just take it easy. Chill out for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still trying to settle back in from Adelaide. There's still shit going on, you know. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, as far as that, um, because Marvel Ultimate Alliance three came out this week, I've downloaded it, but I'm um, yet to actually get into it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, to get into it after we record this, if we uh, finish a decent time. Yep. So, but what the plan is is uh, we're going to be doing a review discussion. Bryce doesn't have any interest in the game. I do not. So I've asked Dylan Blight from the Explosion Network if he would like to join me for a review discussion <clears throat> sometime in the next couple of weeks about the game. So if you want coverage from us. Uh, Yes, we'll Beautiful. be doing that in the next couple of weeks. Beautiful. It'll be its own episode, so if you're not interested in the game, or if you are interested in the game, that episode will be there soon, hopefully. Would be good to be next week, but it depends on how much we get to yeah. play around with it. See how you go. See how we go. See how you go. I'm looking forward to it. I actually um, went and watched Spider-Man uh, Far From Home today. Yep. Really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Like I always good. go into these Marvel movies being like, ah, it's going to be good, it's going to be fun. But I always come out and be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was good, yeah. Yeah, just like pretending to like shoot webs like a little kid. <laughs> yeah, the only problem is, is like after Spider-Verse, I think it's pretty hard to top that movie. I yeah, that like was I, a fantastic movie. I, yeah. feel like, I feel like Spider-Verse, at least for Spider-Man, was boof. Mm. <laughs> you know, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was really good. But Far From Home is really good as well. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. I'm just saying like... If I walked into a movie theater and watched Far From Home, I probably wouldn't get as much enjoyment as I would have out of Spider Verse. Yeah, because I know, I know, like after uh, Endgame, I was really excited for Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. I was like, ah, it's still two months away. Come on. Yeah. And now it's gotten to now. I'm like, ah, well, I don't, I don't need that type of game right now. Mm. But I'm like, after watching Far From Home, I'm like, yeah, come on. It's a, while, while the while the Marvel adrenaline's high, let's get into it then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plays Spider Man, but he's not the, he's not sixteen in this one. He's twenty or something. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll jump into the the uh, the, the uh, US law firm sort of targeting uh, Nintendo. So uh, North American law firm CSK and D is currently investigating the reports from of drifting from Nintendo Switch systems Joy-Con controllers. If you check out the term. In the search engine, it seems to be a common issue affecting a number of users. Uh, with the Joy-Cons being expensive to replace, the U.S. law firm is asking users to use this form to report any issues. So that's a link if you want to uh, go and uh, report your issues. Yep. So, so this this article is coming from My Nintendo News. So uh, link in the show notes if you do want to go and read it yourself. Um, so uh, they come across regarding the drifting. Uh, only use the form if you've been a victim of drifting. So uh, K S K and D is investigating a potential class action based upon reports. But Nintendo Switch Joy-Con. Uh, it's basically the same quote I just read. So yeah, they're investigating because there's a lot of hoo ha about the drifting and all that. Bryce, what do you think about this? What have you read so far, and what's your experience with it? I, I seriously want to know who actually does have this problem because I think everybody I know that has a Switch does not have this problem. 
So it says a lot about like what are the people that are getting these problems treating their switches like? Mm. Like I'm not saying that it could be completely unfeasible that these controllers are actually dodgy. It's perfectly oh, yeah. perfectly reasonable. We've already had troubles with them, but I feel like that's almost pushing the mark because I've never seen it happen. Um, from what a lot of people have said on the matter, um, if you pull apart the Joy-Con and put some uh, alcohol alcohol spray, I can't remember exactly what the term is for it, on like an earbud and do some cleaning, it yeah. works perfectly fine. So it's come down to the sensors getting dirty and that's why it's happening. So in my mind, I'm just like, and I said, I said it to you as a joke, but I think uh, I mean it seriously, like, are people just like taking their Joy-Cons, playing their console when they've got like friggin' salt and Cheeto dust and all this <laughs> shit all over their hands and they're playing their console and then their Joy-Con, Joy- uh, Joy-Con gets dirty and then they're like, oh, oh yeah. I'm so angry. I know like problems I've had with my Joy-Cons is just like the connectivity to the Switch. Yeah. So if you're not pointing it straight at the Switch, it's not picking up exactly what you're doing or it's got latency. Yep. So I wonder if uh, maybe some of the issues are like if you're playing Mario Kart and you're holding, you know, you're going to turn left, you're holding left on the joy, the joystick um, and then you sort of like put your hand down so then the connectivity is a bit like not as strong but it's still like picking up uh, your left even though you might have turned again. Yeah, it, it might be that sometimes because sometimes I'm like, oh, it's not working. So, oh, I've got to point it at the switch because the switch is like, you can't pick it up because it's blocked by your leg or something. If you've got it by your side, yeah, right. Um, I don't think that's entirely like some of the evidence that has come out about it. There's people that are just like, oh, I'm just playing like Octopath Traveler in bed and it's just sitting on my legs. You know, oh, it's in handheld mode, like in handheld well, mode, right. yeah. yeah, and it's happening. But like again, I just. I'm not def- again. I'm not really defending it. I just guess what I'm saying is is that if you're using your Joy Cons in a specific manner that could get them dirty, maybe you should rethink about how you're using them because a lot of these people are like, "Oh, my Joy Cons started drifting after six months." It's like, okay, so that's probably wear and tear. They're probably dirty. Then there's people who are just like, "I've only had my Joy Cons for three weeks and they've started drifting." It's like, okay, are you being clean? With them, are you being clean? Are you being clean with them? Are you? Yeah, so they are. After, you have dirty after, hands. After, like, I, I assume people aren't just been like they're going out gardening. They're like, let's go and play Switch, and there's like covered in mud, just dripping down the screen. I don't think there's any situations where people are being super dirty with them. But I mean, my daughter uses my Switch, and true, it could be kids too. You know, my daughter uses my Switch, and so far I've not had any problems. You know, I tell her that she can't use it unless her hands are clean. Perfectly fine. I don't. I haven't had any issues so far. But I've had the most. Have had the only two Joy Cons I've had since launch, and I've not had a single problem with them. Apart from again the connectivity thing, which is a widely known issue anyway. Yeah. It's not. It's not rocket science news. It's like oh my god. Has it been around for a while? Because I'm just sort of seeing the articles and that come up now. And people- yeah, a lot of people. Are, I guess it's. I guess it's just kind of like pissing people off now. But like. Why is it pissing people off now? Because I don't know, because like, I've got the launch Joy-Cons and I've got that issue where uh, if you're not pointing it at the at the Switch itself, it has trouble picking it up. Yeah. But ha- I don't know if uh, if I go and get a set now, that would be resolved. I'm not sure. Probably not. You're shaking your head. Don't think so. Don't think so. No. no. I mean, I, I'm actually thinking about picking up a new set of Joy-Cons when new, one, new colors come out in October. Mm. I think it is. I'm thinking about picking up a new set then because I kind of want the orange or purple one. 
Um, I was looking at those colours. I don't like those new colours at all. I like orange and purple. You do? Yeah, that's all right then. They, I'd, I I'd like, like, like to have them. the reverse of them too, though. That'd be nice. Mm. So then I could have like dual neon orange. Yeah, that's my favorite, Being yeah. my favourite colour and all that. Oh, that'd be great. But um, I just feel like... I just It's just popped up out of nowhere, I think, which is the biggest thing for me. It's just like, okay, so maybe they had recently had a faulty manufacturer, which is a possibility. I mean, people are sending their controllers back, they're getting them repaired, and then they go, we didn't detect any issues. It's like, clearly there's some sort of issue. Yeah. You know, but that issue could be as simple as cleaning the sensors on the stick, which a lot of people are doing. They're pulling apart, pulling apart their Joy-Cons going, and go, oh yeah, it works again. It's fine. And then it'll get dirty again, and then it's like, oh shit, well I've got to pull it apart and do it again. That's annoying. That's really annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you should never have to pull apart your the thing you've bought, really, either. No, but the controller, the controllers themselves are doing exactly what they advertise. They're a controller. Like, a lot of people are just like, oh, they're taking this lawsuit so that they can file it against Nintendo so they stop making dodgy controllers. But the thing is, is that you don't know whether that's down to a hardware fault or a cleaning fault until somebody actually inspects those Joy-Con controllers. Nintendo are sending them back and they're coming back fixed. So obviously they've done something on the inside to go, oh, it's clean. Yeah, there's no other issues other than the fact that it needed a clean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's not something you can re- report on when you send back a bunch of controllers. So it's like, oh, I just needed a clean. Because then you get people that are like, oh, maybe, well, I can do that myself instead of spending the money. Yeah, because like to, to Nintendo, it's like, Wiping it with a bit of cloth isn't, you know, replacing a part or something no. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not anything that's like a major expense to them. It's like just don't have a grubby fucking hands all over the controllers, <laughs> and you'd be right. Um, again, so the message is wash your hands. The mes- the message, <laughs> I guess, the message is just chill out, and you know, there's only one controller issue that I've had with my Joy Cons since then. And that's a desyncing issue. Um, and that only- I've had that too recently. Yeah. And in that's hand- because they're in, in handheld in mode. handheld, but that's because they're really old. <laughs> yeah, mine are good. like that's yeah. what I'm putting it down to. My Joy Cons are old, and which is why I'm gonna, I'm probably going to get a new set in October. It was weird. This is this is what happened to me in Smash. I'm playing Smash just yeah. single player against a CPU. It disconnects, and it disconnects. I'm like, okay, but my controls aren't disconnected. I can use the home button. I go to the menu, and I can yeah, I can move around my menu and that. And then I go back to Smash, and it's just yeah, nothing's responding. I'm like. So that, that confuses me because if it just disconnected you'd be like oh there's something going on with the controller Yeah. but to just disconnect from the game and not the actual system Yeah. it's really odd Yeah I, it's, 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 uh, that's more of a software thing I think it's, it's, not, it's not the software that's doing it it's definitely the controller that's doing it but I think like the software just freaks out because it disconnects and reconnects really well, quickly Well it's obviously something to do with the game because the actual operating software is no, still the, the problem. The problem with you not like going into the game and it not running after your Joy-Cons reconnected that that is the software that is mm. the software freaking out because you've disconnected a controller yeah. but the fact that controller is disconnecting in the first place but it's like a light switch you go click click it's back yeah yeah you know so it's just the game freaking out you can't play the game I've had that too you just exit out of the match go back in you're, you're playing again was, was that Smash for you? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so Obviously, it does it in other games, but Smash Smash reacts to it worse. Mm. Like it it disconnects and reconnects so quickly that whatever. But like I, I've I've dragged that down to the fact that hey, my joy my Joy Cons are three years old. Like they're getting pretty old. Yeah, not three yet, but they're getting there. Yeah. Well, close enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not that far off. It's two and a half years getting there. Um, 
so I can attribute to that to that uh, I've had PlayStation controllers that have, less, that have lasted me just about the same amount of time I've gone through three PlayStation controllers Mm. And they've all lasted me about the same amount so of time. What happened with the PlayStation controls? Was it the sticks? Uh, no, the uh, L1 button got stuck. Uh, yeah, that's right. Not physically stuck. You could still press it in and out, but for some reason it would just constantly click. So obviously something's wrong with the in- internals there. Uh, the second one, the hinge on my triggers broke because they're shitty plastic. Mm. Um, and I wasn't playing that aggressively with them. I'm playing about the same aggression I am now as I was back then. <laughs> same aggression, yeah. And they're yeah. fine. So it was just a shitty hinge, I guess. Like, it's just little shit like that, I think. it's My controllers yeah. traditionally have lasted a fairly long time. Yeah. But as we're going forward, controllers are lasting less... Yeah. Less and less, and like you can see why people are angry about this because like they're oh. very expensive controllers. Yeah, they're not cheap for what they are, and I think like you know you buy a brand new Switch and your Joy Cons aren't working. You can't use that in handheld mode. You can't use that on the TV. Yeah, and like the idea of going out and spending an extra you know hundred and twenty Australian or whatever it is in America for that ninety or something. Yeah, um, eighty, eighty LA. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, don't get me wrong. I understand the grievances. Yeah. It's annoying. It, it's shitty. I, 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 no, I'm just saying that because I feel like someone who's listening to this, like, yes, I'm getting in. I'm yes, I I'm getting this. I'm very frustrated. Let's see what the House of Mario guys think about it. You're like, just wash your fucking hands. <laughs> well, I feel like that will just no, 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 stoke the fire a bit. No, I I do get it that it's probably a legitimate reason for some people, but there's a lot of people out there that are also probably not taking decent product care, and it's happening to them, which is another thing as well. Like. The argument around the whole thing is that Nintendo is delivering a faulty product and they're not rectifying the issue. And that that could be down to this line of Joy-Cons that was sent out in recent times. Something's gone wrong with them. It's like, well, shit. But they are still doing the thing that they advertise. They play your game. You play your game with them. Yeah, well, shit happens. Not really if they drift, but... <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Every time I say that now, that friggin' weird now video. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if... I know if what you're saying. There are plenty of people out there that aren't, aren't looking after their product and it is drifting because of that reason, then yeah. When you take something like this to court, they need to be able to prove that it is specifically a non-user hardware fault. Mm. So, you know, you've got all these people complaining about Joy-Con drifting. 50% of them might be, you know, oh, it's... It's them getting them dirty or misusing yeah. them or something like I feel, that. I feel like Nintendo's like a he- sort of internally they're ahead of the game. They're looking at this going, oh shit, we need to work this out because Nintendo, I highly doubt they're the type of company where like we make this, we make brilliant games, but we don't care if their controllers don't work and you can't interact with those games properly. Oh yeah. No. I'm pretty sure they're on it, hopefully. And from what I'm reading with comments and that, you know, they're getting stuff replaced for free and all that. Nintendo were, you know, doing their, their part as far as the product care and all that. So. so there's a lot of people like cracking up about this like it was the red ring issue back in the day. And that was far worse. Yeah, the actual console's blown up. The, the actual console blew up and then you'd send it back for a free repair or whatever. It'd come back. Uh, our friend, well, my friend, Craig. Well, he's my friend. Who's like well, Craig. Well, okay. He's a good bloke. Don't you take Craig away from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was, he was predominantly my friend in school though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he... <laughs> He sent his Xbox 360 back three times. Came back broken every time. Broken every time? Yeah, it, 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 it's like they didn't touch it. Oh. Pretty okay. much. Mm. And then it ran out of warranty period. So it was like, yeah. 
so it's gone. Yeah, you hear some horror stories like people going through like three or four yeah systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you got to really love a company to be like, all right, this is the fourth one or the third one. Yeah, even the second one, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like if I was on my third switch, I'd be like, oh. But like nah. if, if the controllers are going back. Uh, if the controller's going back, they pay the fee, which they were for some time. And they were like, ugh, I've got to pay this fee to get them fixed. And then they come back. They're working. They're working for three weeks. Then they do it again. At least they looked at it. <laughs> they, they looked at it. They've obviously fixed the problem, but they've gotten broken again. Is that down to you? Are you doing that? I feel like... I don't know. You know, it's, 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 hard, it's hard to know because if, if one of us was experiencing the same, the same thing, we could actually like talk about it. Like, yeah. We got it back. It's not working again and I only played it once during the two weeks like you could we could have that or we could be like yeah it doesn't work again but I did throw it at a wall because I was angry at Dark Souls yeah. <laughs> like that's the problem with this lawsuit is that they're going to have to be able to prove that it is Nintendo's fault that the controllers <laughs> are doing what they're doing and there is a lot of people out there that haven't had a problem with their original set Yeah. so it doesn't really speak to me when you say like oh my shit's not working like okay but is it you or is it the controller mm. just just before we move on i do want to bring this up because i've got i've got two sets of joy con i've got the red ones i use on my switch all the time yep. and i've got the blue ones which i i used to swap them around because i thought some some days i'd be like i feel like blue i feel like red but yep. now i'm always like just red yep but i had a i had um a joy con in my coat my girlfriend put my coat through the wash without actually checking my pockets. Ooh. So one of my Joy-Cons went through the wash. I'm like, well, it's buggered. But I put it on my little charging stand and it like started charging. And then it finished charging. I'm like looking at it going, uh, I'm not going to try yet. But I wonder if it will work. I'm curious to see if it will work if it goes, now it's been through the wash. So uh, you haven't tried it yet? I haven't tried it yet. It's just on the charging stand. Don't but, put it in your switch. Just connect it wirelessly. See what happens. Mm. And if it lasts through that, like that's, <laughs> thing doesn't. Well, maybe that would help the Joy-Con drift. <laughs> Give it a wash. Well, it would say something really, then wouldn't it? It's like you put it through rain, hail, or shine. If it still works, then like if it goes through a washing machine, it's still working. Then. Well, I, I put it on the charging dock, and it, it came up with the green light saying it's charging. Then it came up with the red light saying it's charged. To my so electricity is going into it. And the battery's working. Yeah. So whether the rest is uh, operational or... I don't know, but it'd be interesting. Who knows? I haven't tried it because sort of I just looked at it charging. I'm like, I'm not going to touch you because I'm, I'm scared to find out because I don't want to replace you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be an expensive thing. And I don't use them that much. Like, they're good to have the extra pair of Joy-Con, obviously, but yeah. Yes. All right, Bryce. Yeah, uh, what are you doing? You're stretching over. my back. Oh, you're stretching your back. Yeah, yeah I got, got some spine sores, mate. Oh, some. Sp- I thought you I don't. Know. Know, I don't know if it was leaning over the ripper fart or what. Well, see, I got to lean into this microphone. You don't have to do that so much. Oh, look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, next news story is Nintendo Switch was the best-selling console through the first half of 2019. So, this is good news. Um, I'll read the quote from the uh, NPD group. So, the best-selling hardware in terms of both dollar and unit sales, and that's important because in dollar sales is probably the most important. Yeah, being of course. They actually made money. Yeah. Uh, in the United States for the first month of June. So, this doesn't include us here in Australia. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't buy a Switch this year, so it doesn't really phase me. Um, 
It is also the best-selling console through the first half of 2019. The aging current gen uh, generation of consoles has made 2019 a struggle for Microsoft and Sony to sell their consoles, and the next generation is still a year away. Because of this, according to MPD analyst Matt Pescatella, the Nintendo Switch is the only plat- platform showing year-on-year growth. Hardware spending in June 2019 dropped 33% when compared to a year ago. Well, this is a big number here, Bryce. We got uh, $235 million. So that's a that's that's a big uh, big number for the video game industry in America. Yep. Uh, year uh, year to date, hardware spending has declined thirty percent versus a year ago. To <laughs> Jesus, that's a big number. One billion uh, three hundred million dollars. Okay. I don't know why I struggled with that much. So it's pretty, pretty simple. Sum. Uh, as for accessories such as game pads and heads uh, headsets, they are still selling very nicely. Pescatel says uh, a total. On a June 2019, spending on accessories and game cards fell 7% when compared to a year ago to uh, uh, $338 million. Year-to-date sales on accessories and game cards declined 1% when compared to a year ago to $1,800,000,000. Uh, growth on gamepad spending has not been uh, able to offset declines across other segments. Uh, the best-selling controller of June was the PS4 DualShock uh, for black wireless controller, which was also the best-selling controller of the first half of 2019. So, what a surprise! <laughs> I've been through three of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, I know, like the PlayStation 4 controller, um, they had like the play state of play, and they had them real cheap. Yep, as well. Whereas, obviously, um, Joy-Con and Pro controllers they're expensive as anything. They're yep. like buying liquid gold. Yep, pretty much. But you're getting a bad D-pad instead of a nice piece of jewelry. So yeah, so it's good to see that Nintendo's uh, going uh-huh. well with the Switch still. Obviously, you're comparing it to um, PS4, Xbox One, which is they've pe- already had their life. Like, yeah, they've yeah. had their life. Like you know, I, we've got ours, and we're looking to the next generation consoles next year. So, like, so many people will be in the same boat as that. Where Switch, yeah. Switch is still being adopted. So it's, a, it's I guess it's a nice win in a headline, but really it means nothing. No, not right now. Anyway, yeah, because yeah. like. It's the same story with E3. Like, you know, people say, oh, Nintendo won E3. But really, it's like they really should have won E3 in the position they're in. Yeah. This is yeah. where they're hitting their stride with games and the other two are like, all right, let's uh, wind it down. We've got big news, big hardware, big software to release next year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. 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 Anything else you'd like to say on that one? Or? Um, no, I think you summed it up pretty, pretty nicely. Uh, if Nintendo Switch wasn't doing as well as it was, I'd be pretty uh, <laughs> pretty concerned, I guess. Mm. Um, new consoles next year. I'm wondering if we'll see a, a beefed up Switch then. Mm. Maybe. So, well, I guess we'll we can see. use this as a little bit of a segue into the next uh, topic, I guess. We're going to be talking about Switch Lite, new Switch model. Yep. Um, as for a Pro model, obviously we haven't seen that yet. We've got the Lite model and a sort of a, just a little... A, little a bit improve. of a revision. Yeah, a yeah. little revision on the current model. Yep. Um, as for the Pro model, I think it's so... Uh, this year we're looking at Switch Lite, so it's a... Uh, featureless, not featureless, but features, ta- <laughs> <laughs> features taken out of the Switch to make into the Switch Lite cheaper for like families and whatever type of situation you're looking at there. 
Um, it's because, like, you know, you've got Pokemon, you've got Link's Awakening, you've got Luigi's Mansion. These are these are all games that are sort of prominent on uh, portable Nintendo systems. Yep. But, and to be like, oh, there's also a Pro model. A Pro model would make no sense this year with the sort of hardware they're looking to launch. Yeah. So, I guess, if you're looking at a roadmap of what Nintendo might be looking to do, would it be that... Uh, like, say, the next Zelda game, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, would they be looking to put out a pro model then and maybe have that around a few months, maybe after the next PlayStation, next Xbox, to, like, sort of another marketing push mm-hmm. on top of that to sort of gain attention with, like, a brand new piece of software and and all that pushing a new system? Yeah. I think... By the way, this is the first time we're actually having this discussion on the podcast because you did the solo episode last week. Mm-hmm. so probably going to be heavily talking about that for the most part here uh, like our thoughts on it and all that stuff it's been about a what week now yeah about a week about a week um, I will I will lay the groundwork in saying that my thoughts on it aren't too positive um, so if you're not really interested I guess you don't have to listen to it no I, I guess just to preface this like you know we're saying it's negative but at the end of the day we're not like we're not the target audience. We're not the target audience, and we're not sort of we're not poo pooing it just to poo poo it. Like if if we were just gamers and we didn't do a podcast, we'd look at this and go, ah, we don't need to buy that. Yeah. But since we're actually sort of trying to critique Nintendo's moves and that in the industry, that's exactly right. We've got more to say on it rather than just like ah, we don't we're not going to buy this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Switch Lite to begin with was already already hard grab of my attention, being the prominent the prominent thing about it being its size. And it's half an hour extra battery life, pretty much, is basically what is being said. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of people are just like, oh, that's what I want. That's what I want in a hand. I want a handheld console that's nice and small, uh, fits in my pocket, does all this. Um, and to the people that can own that, good for you. <laughs> good for you. I'm, Seriously. I'm glad you can find <laughs> that niche, but it's so bare bones. Like, you can't even... It hasn't even got a kickstand on it to put it in tabletop if you wanted to play with a pro controller or something. You know, it doesn't have um, detachable Joy-Cons, so obviously you remove the functionality of -of out-of-the-box two-player. You can't connect it to a TV, so even if you wanted to play something on the TV, you can't. I think all of that is fine. I think that's fine to take that stuff out and sort of you know aim it towards, like, if there's a kid who just wants to play Pokemon and that's all, and you want a cheaper entry point, I think that's great. But just the, the price that it's at isn't uh, doesn't represent sort of that to me. To no, no, it doesn't. And I think I think the main reason for that is, is like, a lot of parents are going to buy this, buy this at Christmas. Kids are going to say, oh, I want the Switch. And then the people are going to be like, going to the shop, asking about it. And they're going to be like, oh, the new model's out. You should try the new model. But the thing is, is that the reason kids would want a Switch is for its functionality that it's got. Mm. Well, I think that's the biggest thing for me. Well, you say that, but you brought up to me the other day that uh, yes. your your daughter, uh, you know, is playing a 3DS, playing Wii U, yeah. and she's recently discovered your Switch. Yeah, and she really enjoys Super Mario Maker. You don't have Mario Maker on the Wii U, so when she wants to play Mario Maker, she picks up your Switch, logs uh-huh. into Mario Maker 2, and she has a great time. Uh-huh. And your partner said, maybe we should get her her own Switch, and she recommended the the light model. Right. Because obviously that's... Uh, that, 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 like, that model just being... But, what? to be fair, 
to be- I ha- my partner does not know anything about it. I have not told her what the light does, what it doesn't do. She doesn't understand any of that. No, well, she does. She understands the switch, but she doesn't understand that the light model doesn't do half of those things. But she just looked at the price and went, oh, that one, because it's cheaper. Because it's cheaper. But the thing is, is like, if I got that for my daughter, it wouldn't matter in our household because I have a switch. If she wanted to, she'd be, she'd be playing my games yeah. but <coughs> because we're not going to buy my daughter a game every two months. She'd be playing the games that... I buy, so I've got like Yoshi's Crafted World, Mario Maker, all that nice little stuff that she can really get into. It's like, cool, she can play that stuff. But in the context of like, if this was the first system I was buying for my kid and I was a Nintendo fan and knew it, um, and I didn't have the system myself, the first thing I would go is go for the actual thing. Mm-hmm. There's a couple reasons why. It's because uh, you're two player out the box, again your TV connectivity, so you can actually share it with your family. Like, the the light is very personalized to be a one-person console. Mm. But I feel like that removes a lot of the identity of the Switch uh, in being that it's like you're playing solo and then your friend's like, hey, can I join in? It's like, yeah, you can, because I can just pull this controller off, this controller off. Here you go, buddy. I'll put it in the dock. You've got two-player. So you're playing Buddy Watson. Yep. Yes, you're playing Buddy Watson. Buddy, yeah, everybody has a Buddy Watson in their life that comes around, wants to play Switch. Um, so, like, I feel like that's the identity of the Switch. And that, in the first commercial of the Switch, that was the identity of it. Mm. With the whole Karen meme where... Karen's a legend. She she takes the Switch on the rooftop and they're like, Oh, look, guys, let's play the Switch. Like, that was its whole I'll identity. I'll tell you what, if, if Karen came over to my place and she's like, Hey, i got a Switch in Mario Odyssey. Back in 2016, I'll be like, What the f- Frick, you've got Mario Odyssey. What is this system? <laughs> <laughs> but you get you get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the terms of like, if I bought my daughter a Switch Lite, it's like, yes, it's cheaper. Um, and this is where I see the selling points. It's like, yes, it's cheaper. Um, it's smaller. So the kids aren't going to struggle to walk around with it and all that stuff. But I would like to take into account that my daughter is three. Mm. And at the end of the day... She uses the Wii U as her primary console. Yeah. She's not that fussed. The gamepad, not the actual like, yeah, the game TV pad. played. Yeah. The gamepad, yeah. She doesn't use the TV. And she also has like my old 3DS as well to junk around with. She uses portable tech. Mm. That's just the way she prefers it. So in, in that context, it's like, yes, it's fine. But a lot of kids that are going to want the Switch for Christmas that do actually have the cognitive ability to be like, I want to play Pokemon and I want to play this and I want to play it on a Switch then they're going to be like, I want to play the Pokemon on the TV uh, and I want to be able to take it with me when I leave home and stuff like mm. that. But it does remove like a huge partial part of the features. And the other thing is, is like a parent will go into a store, they'll go buy their kid a game. Like Mario Party, something like that. It's useless on the light. Literally, you take that game card home, you put it in your Switch, you can't play it. Yeah, yeah. Not unless you've got Joy-Con, which you tack on the $120 from the Joy-Con in Australia, it makes up the cost. Yeah, it makes it the same price. Yeah, it makes it the same price. Except yeah. now you've got no dock. Mm. Yeah, so all all of those, are, I, I agree with your points there. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, when you're talking about a kid that's say five years old, and you know they're they're playing, they're, they live in a household where the parent or older brother or whoever it is already has a switch that can be played on the TV. Yeah, it's not such a big deal that you know you're buying a switch light. You know, yeah, they've got their own switch where they can play their 
Animal Crossing, whatever save file of their personal games, they can play it there. Exactly. And if they want to play Mario Kart, they're just like, there's one on the TV already. Yep. But if they're a bit older and you have multiple TVs and you're like, oh, an extra dock would be actually great. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like a, it's, it's a hard recommendation to go to the light. Like, yeah. if you're someone who's like, you know, I only need it for like a plane trip and I'm only playing portable mode. Yeah. Um, I think that's also fair enough. But I, I know there are like a lots of, con- like there's lots of times where, you know, you'll be like, oh, like if you've got Mario Kart or Smash Bros. Yeah. And for the most part, you pl- you play them against the CPU, do the story mode, do the uh, cups and all that by yourself. Yeah. That's fine. But there will be a situation where like you're at home, you're like, you've got some friends coming over and instead of like booting up the PS4, you're like, I've actually got these multiplayer games on my Switch, which would be great for just for a drinking game or even if it's like once a year, like you've still got that option. Yeah. And if you're a streamer, like, you know, um, the option of obviously streaming on the light is just gone. Yeah, you can't so do it. There's just, um, I love the Switch just because of how versatile it is. Yeah. And as, as much as I love just like new tech from Nintendo, like I've bought every 3DS model, most DS models. Like I, I just love new stuff from them. Yeah. But like just like seeing this, I'm like, it looks cool. I love the yellow one. Yeah, I love the fact that it's smaller and sleeker. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I absolutely love that. But yeah. just um, for the price it is and what's removed from it, it's like, oh, that's a hard, that's a hard sell to me. That's a real hard sell because yeah. <laughs> like you know, you're paying eighty dollars for Super Smash Bros. and Mario Kart, and whether you're playing that just on your uh, Switch Lite handheld only, um, you know, and you can't put it on the TV, can't play with people who are coming over to your house. It's still the, still the same price game. You're just getting less functionality from each game you buy. Oh yeah. yeah. So you're getting less from you know the the games you buy. Unless you're just like, you know what? I'm only getting a few games, which is a Pokemon, Dragon Quest, um, Final Fantasy Seven, uh, because I feel like playing that again. And you're just going through these RPGs, and you, like you could not care less about them on your TV because yep. you don't have a TV in the house anyway. Yeah. You just like watch stuff on your laptop. I don't know. Like I guess then. Yeah. But yeah, I just because I, I said on I said on Twitter I said like personally if you're a gamer and if you because I spend most of the time playing in handheld as well yeah so do I yeah like I think most people do you would think for, for at an extent you'd think well shit then it, doesn't that just make sense but because hmm. yeah I I, I, <laughs> I said on Twitter like you know I can't recommend this because uh, like I know when I was a kid I would have loved the, like it's just such a fun toy the Switch. Yeah, and for a kid to be taking off the Joy Cons and putting it down and waggling and one two switch and putting it back on, putting it on the TV and seeing it pop on the TV—that's to to a kid. I feel like that's magic. I would have loved that as a a child. Shit, yeah, yeah. And like to to, to people I show that are you know maybe ten, twelve, whatever. Like they're like, whoa, what's this thing? Like it's just like a cool little piece of tech that's fun to play with. Yeah, it's a fun tactile unit which you know your PlayStation and your other systems aren't. Yeah, even yeah. like an iPad. An iPad's like, oh, this is a nice screen and that, but it's not like a fun toy. No, and I feel like kids get a big would get a big kick from that. But um, somebody commented on Twitter saying, you know, you're not a parent and you're not a kid, so <laughs> you don't have any, you don't really have any say. I'm like, well, and I chimed in. <laughs> well, it's like, well, yes, I am a parent. I do have kids. <laughs> so I don't have kids, but I was a kid and I've I interact with like kids. Yeah, who are into games and that. Yeah, and yeah, like. And, and, and regardless of that, even if I'm wrong about the kids and the parenting and all that, like just as myself looking at it, seeing the price difference, I'm like, oh, it's not that much more. Especially if you're like, you know, you do run into a wall down the road where you're like, I'm gonna just get a Joy-Con, cool, play yeah. some games. Yeah. But yeah, just by the time you buy another set of Joy Cons, you've made the cost of the switch up. 
Yeah. And like in the US, it's by the time you've bought a set of Joy-Cons and bought a nice stand to sit your Switch on so you could actually play the multiplayer games because it doesn't have a stand on the back, mm. uh, you've made up the cost. Like that, basically you've just removed the fact that your two-player, you like your dock's gone and that dock in itself is worth 120 bucks. Mm. Like that's not a cheap thing. At least here it is. So, it, wait, how much is it? 130 or 130? 130. 130. So, it's probably about 85 in America for the dock. So, by buying yourself an extra set of Joy-Cons on the side with the light, you've already made up the cost, uh, made up the cost and a stand, mind you. Um, you've already made up the cost, but you're down a dock. Mm. And you've yeah. basically got that same functionality that you've just got in those Joy-Cons just by buying a normal str- Switch. Yeah. So, the like- price is not that great. So I guess what I'm just trying to get at is like I've got no problem with the concept. I quite like it. I'd like to own one just to own one, to be honest, because I like you know s- small Nintendo handhelds. I like collecting. Nintendo I would if handhelds. I could sync saves. I would, like, that's the other big thing. That's another issue. But yeah, yeah. I, I just like Nintendo hardware, so I'd like to own one, one of the yellow ones. Yeah. Be fun to play with. Um, but yeah, just I think they missed the mark on the price a little bit. Like it will go down in the future, but yeah, yeah. I just feel like the price is a sort of a. Yeah. Well, largely enough, it segues into the next bit, and that is the revision of the OG. Yeah, and th- so this sort of made, like, at least with the light, you're like, oh, well, if I just want portable play, yeah. which is w- what people might do a lot, like, you know, use it for traveling to work and all yeah. of that type of thing. It's like, oh, well, I get a bit of better battery life out of this, so you can sort of be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll get rid of the TV play. I don't really use it, and I get a bit of battery life. But now with the sort this of, completely makes it redundant. Yeah, with the revision, you're like, well, I get a way better uh, battery life on this, so maybe I'll just. It's like an extra two hours. Mm. Like this, this revision adds an extra two hours of battery. That's huge. Yeah, up to nine hours. Up to nine hours, you can play. What was I think the statistic was like a minimum of five point five hours or a maximum of five point five hours. Yeah, Breath of ma- the Wild is max for Breath of the Wild, yeah. and it's three point five hours on the light or four, mm. one of the two. Uh, four. Yeah. For so, line, that's yeah. 1.5 more hours on, the, obviously, the Switch's most hardware-chugging game. Mm. Most so, optimized game. Yeah, the most yeah. optimized game on the Switch. So, even just, like, indies and stuff like that that lasts, I don't know, they might last your battery, like, 6.5 hours on the light. They'll probably last, like, 9 to 10 hours on the new OG. No, it'll be 9. Nine's the max, whatever. That's what they provided us on the site. So Okay. About that, yeah. Which is so, impressive. Because, like, you know, going back... Nintendo's handhelds have always been about battery life. Yeah. Going back to the original Game Boy, like, they sacrificed hardware power to, like, really push uh, Mm -hmm. battery life. Like, you'll get, like, 20 to 40 hours out of your Game Boy. And it was, like, that throughout the Game Boy Advance, DS. It was only the 3DS, really, where they're like, yeah, the battery life isn't as good. It's about 13 hours. Yeah. But obviously with the Switch, you know, it came out like, yeah, there's a max of six. It's like, all right, this thing's obviously more, way more impressive technically like technologically wise yeah. yeah but yeah so it's, it's, I reckon it's really good that they're sort of refreshing it with a better battery life it's great but yeah. like I said I think I think the thing that irks me more is that it just makes makes the light a little bit more redundant because hmm. <laughs> a lot of people are, you know their argument is oh it's smaller and it's going to fit in my pocket so I'm like well that's why you can take the Joy-Cons off your OG put the Switch in one pocket and your controllers in the other you know, mm. like arguably, it's arguably the OG is just as portable. Judging just by the size comparison alone that they've got, it's not that much of a difference, like at all. Mm. And by the time you take off uh, take off the Joy Cons, the actual um, length of the console itself is shorter on the OG than it is the light. The only thing that the OG is 
bigger in is the height yeah. of the console. So, and it's only by like a, uh, a few millimeters, a, a centimeter and a half at the most. Yeah. You know, it's it's really not that much of a difference. So it's like, I just feel like um, the light would have been a way better idea if they conceptually. This is what I'd thought of anyway. Um, it would have been way better if they'd had taken the uh, concept of what people are doing with their old docks or whatever, and they're getting they've got plastic shelves uh, that you can buy off like Amazon and stuff like that. You can pull the dock apart, put them in the plastic shelves, and bam, you've got a portable dock. Hmm. It'd be really cool if the switch light was basically a switch, but it had a portable dock that was meant for going around with. You know, you could take it with you, chuck it in your case, shove it in your jacket pocket. Cool. I think yeah. that would have been awesome. Um, but yeah. obviously, with the remove Joy-Cons and stuff like that as well, uh, <laughs> kind of makes yeah. it redundant. Like, personally, um, for someone who someone who actually would like to buy this thing and actually have, like, a reason for it. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like poo-pooing Nintendo stuff, but w- when it's, like, when I look at it and go, why? Yeah. It's kind of like... I can't, <laughs> can't and that's, that's the big thing here yeah. is the why. Because, like, it looks good. It obviously has its mm. purpose. The price is the thing that bugs us the most. Yeah. Because, like, you know, th- there are people out there who's, like, who, like, never play anything. So, oh, Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I remember playing that on 3DS. That was fun. And they just pick up this and literally Pokemon. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, like, something like that. You see, it's like, oh, well, I save hundred. I save 130 bucks. That's, like, you know, obviously they're not never going to buy the Joy-Cons and play mm-hmm. this other stuff and they don't care. But I, I feel like most people, it's like, you've got to... You know. I, feel, I feel like the other thing as well, too, though, is that now these new OGs, OG models are coming, they're going to replace the current old model. So soon enough, you're going to start seeing sales of the OG model where they come down to the lights price just to get rid of them. Mm. Well, we'll see. Maybe they'll just not worry about it because <laughs> a lot of people won't know. Well, the cheapest price in Australia uh, for the OG model, as I, as I told you the other day, was through Gamesman. And that was like not far after launch. It was $330. It's the same price as what the light is launching at. Mm. That's, like that, that is sales though. Like I know, I, And I understand that mm. is sales, but that is a very significant tri- price drop. Mm-hmm. And, and we are seeing, seeing retailers like uh, Amazon AU and uh, Harvey Norman reducing it to just under three hundred dollars the light as well. Yeah, so, which is good. Yeah, so I reckon that's a that's a better price for it. To be honest, it needs to Obviously. be three hundred base. I think. Yeah, like um, the thirty dollars doesn't. It doesn't really seem like in the mind of like some people. It's just like the thirty dollars extra is like oh, well, but it makes a hell of a lot of difference when you consider the factors of it. Um, I feel like the thirty dollar difference going down, and then it going on sale for two seventy. Like two seventy is the optimal price for me to pick it up and be like, okay, now I'm happy with this purchase. Mm. It it removes two thirds of the two thirds of the playability uh, by removing des- uh, desktop play and TV play. I'm paying half the price for it. Yeah, like personally, I would have liked to see either of these options so the light coming out as it is without all of the functionality for TV yeah. but being the size of like a Playstation Vita or the um, 3DS XL yeah. when it's folded uh, so it's really small um, you know hundred or $280 entry point real cheap real small uh, appeals to people who just like on the go put it in your pocket easy it's not yeah. as big and clunky as the Switch or what it is currently the same size factor but still with the dock play 
don't get a dock with it, but you do have the option if you're like, tell you what, I do want to dock this thing. And you, there's like a nice little dongle to buy, which isn't the huge dock for the OG Switch, but it's like you're saying, it's like real easy, it's light, it's for people on the go who still want to play on the TV, still want to switch yeah. their gameplay to their television. But unfortunately, it's just, for me, it's between those two things. Mm. So you're not getting the portability of something like a Vita or a 3DS, but you're not getting the the, sw- the switching gameplay with what you do on the normal Switch. Yeah. And that's the hardest. That's the hardest thing. It feels like it's trying to meet meet the same sort of standards as what the three DS three DS does in terms of portability, but it doesn't meet the mark because it mm. is it is bigger than it. Yeah, <laughs> that make enough sense. That, I'm going to reserve the rest of my sort of opinions for when we actually you know get to play this thing, get hands on, get to feel it, get to look around it. Uh, yeah, all that. Like you know, we get the dimensions and we see that the dimensions aren't much smaller, but you know, we might actually get a hands on it and be like, hey, this is actually is a lot. Look at the, easier yeah. to move around and at the un- end of the day it's what like another two or three months until it comes out or something like that yeah September 20th September 20th right maybe maybe things will change between now and then a lot of people are sort of like uh, don't know why you just fucked with the USB-C port you could have just left it as it is and made it dockable <laughs> you know would have been fine mm. um, well that's the thing like this thing might just not have fit in the dock they didn't want to make a new dock as well, yeah. so they just go. Well, don't make it dockable. What what this what this this thing coming out? What this tells me is that the dockless switch sold really well in Japan because they did have that period when they sold them dockless. Yeah, and this this also might be a big push just for like they're not even thinking about really the rest of the world. They're just like ah, Japan, <laughs> yeah, as well. Like you know, obviously uh, the creators of the switch and all that are based in Japan. Yeah. So, but the thing is as yeah. well is like. The dockless switch might have sold well in Japan, so they've came up with this console. You know, um, I think that still harkens back to the point of giving you the option of buying a dock later down the road, so you can yeah. play the switch as it's intended. Like, mm. it's yeah, it's 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 a really hard press issue where mm. cost and form factor does not equal exactly what it should, mm. and especially in Australia where the price feels a lot heftier than it does in the US. Um, that sucks, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know how Americans feel about it. Like that, like a hundred dollars for them, so two hundred for the light, three hundred for the standard model. I don't yeah. know if that if that's like the same way we feel. Where, um, it, what is a hundred and forty dollars difference about yeah. that between the two models? I don't know if that that's about the same. Probably. Look, the American. converse the conversations I've had with people anyway is a lot of people are like. Oh, this the the idea of this console is genius. It's going to sell like hotcakes, and I'm just like, I think I feel like it's going to sell like hotcakes for the wrong reason. Oh, it's going to sell well. There's no doubt that this thing is not going to it's not going to launch, and it's going to be like, oh no, no one bought it. No, no way in hell that's going to be the no, case. No, people will buy it. It's yeah, going to but it's going to sell really well. I just feel like it severely missed the mark, and then like you again, you get those parents that go in on Christmas. And they're like, I want to get a Switch, and then they go, here's the Switch Lite. Yeah. You take it home to the kid, and then the kid's like, where's the dock? Mm. Yeah. Why is there no dog? <laughs> I, I, I know I'm not the audience they're going for. They're obviously not going for the audience who already own the Switch. No. I think they're going to attack us next year with a pro model. I really hope so. I think that is I think that is pretty obvious with this, like how they're not marketing it towards us. But I think it would have been a real easy sell to me, a Switch Lite. It would have been such an easy sell to me just being like, it's still compatible. It's, smaller. <laughs> yeah. it's still compatible and it's smaller and it's yellow and it looks bright. Yeah, I think, and it has a D pad. Sold four hundred dollars. Yeah, and I would have, I would have just, all right, cool, pre order. So they got a Pokemon one out. Like, are you kidding me? You could have 
had me real easy, but I think just um, that's why I want to bring it up because they could have had a lot of people real easy. Yeah, just by making it a little bit smaller, probably a little bit smaller than what it actually is. But um, you would have had a lot of people just been like, "Done, cool, smaller. I want it. Cool, yeah, yeah." You know, but it, it's not that, and unfortunately, um, with everything that it removes and the cost price, it doesn't it doesn't math out very well. Yeah. So, um, and with the OG, yeah, yeah. I guess so. You guys listening, I'm I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, if you're interested in getting one, if you feel similar to us, or you think we're missing in the mark, or whatever. I and keep in context the OG, the OG revision as well, like with the more battery life mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, I've got no issue with this. I hope people buy it and they really enjoy it. But you know, I th- I, th- I just feel with the price difference, it's not worth getting rid of those features. Because because yeah. when the switch came out, like it it blew up because it was so it was different. It was versatile. It fit into people's lives really well. Yep. I know, like the way it fit into my life and how much time I was able to put into Breath of the Wild. Whereas if I was just playing Wii U or my PlayStation or whatever it is, like it just it. It just made me open my eyes and go, wow, this is awesome. I'm playing on my TV. I'm going to bed playing it there. I bring it to work and I fit an hour in like while I'm eating lunch at work. Yeah. I was like, this thing is awesome. Mm. And obviously, they kept on supporting it with great software and that. We go to the pub. We whip it out mm. on the bar and yeah. play some multiplayer. Yeah, it's like oh, like every single feature of the Switch was like just either docking it or putting it in handheld mode, taking Joy-Cons off. I've utilized it all. I love it. Yeah, I I just feel like getting rid of rid of that to save a bit of money. Whereas you could even narrow that down if you're getting it on sale. Yeah, and get, and now getting rid of like the extra two hours battery life and all of that. What's uh, on the normal switch? I just feel like it's not worth it. But no, um, not with the revision. Mm. Not not with the revision. That's yeah. the big killer for me. At the end of the yeah. day, like I I might buy my daughter one for Christmas if that comes around. But at the end of the day, she'll be playing my games. It won't mm. be. Her buying buying new games or anything like that should be playing what I've got in my arsenal, and she can play those. And we've just got another console around the house for her to play. It's like click cool, yeah. And so, then if so, we want to play multiplayer, yeah, we can so play the, on the TV. The Switch Lite fits great for that, but I feel like there's only a few situations where I'm like, yes, get the light. Yeah. If it's for a kid that might break a Joy-Con off or something silly like that, get the light. If you're looking for like a like your portable gaming system, you no, know, you're you're older. You do play games on your TV and all that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we talked about that long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'll probably end up with one anyway. <laughs> after well, all that. Yeah. That's... that's I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a goddamn sucker. Oh, uh, the thing is as well is like coming into coming into Christmas and all that. And it's like, that's that's the tester for me. Is, it's, is it going to be that I buy a new Switch model and get the extra battery life and all that and have the extra dock where I can take that extra dock places and just go click, click into TVs and go, here we go. I can, you know, send a little bag around to my mum's with like a Switch in it so her and um, Poppy can play Mario Kart together because he's a big Mario Kart av- advocate. Mm. Like her, see, her standing grandfather, massive advocate see, for Mario if, Kart. He yeah, loves well, it. If you're on the market for a second Switch, that's a great time to be like, all right, refresh my Joy-Cons and my dock for like an extra hundred and something bucks. Yeah. Let alone Christmas sales. You, you won't be buying the Switch for $470 no. around Christmas time. You'll find a sale somewhere, so... Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, mm. coming down to it, that, that dock would have an extra use in my life somewhere. Um, and mm. the extra Joy-Cons wouldn't go a harm to. Yeah, I get... It's just the, the thing you got to think about is like, 
would you trust your young daughter with Joy-Cons that can come off? Where they can break and get lost and all that type of thing? She's had no trouble with them so far, as long as you keep an eye on her. Yeah. You would know? you feel safer with just the Switch Lite, which is its own thing? Its, own... It, it's arguably just as breakable, so I don't... You mm. know, It's like... I guess oh the, no, you snap your Joy-Cons off your console. It's like you drop your Switch Lite. It's like, oh no, I snapped the entire controller that I can't use anymore off my console. Yeah, I don't think she'll do that. <laughs> I don't think she's strong enough to just snap it half like, whoops. <laughs> no, and dropped it, I mean. like, oh, yeah. That's the thing. is, like if you drop a console, it's going to take damages either way. And they're more permanent on a Switch Lite where you can't just replace the controllers. Yeah, just you break a Joy-Con. Oh, what? Throw it out the window. <laughs> Put another one on. Well, you, would, you wouldn't just throw it out the window, no, no, but no. like you can buy a replacement and just be like, cool, they're fixed. And that's like something that's really good about it. Mm-hmm. And then with the Switch Lite, you're going to have to send the whole fucking thing back for repairs and you're going to be without it in general. Yeah. And with all the, all, the, all the problems that have been coming out, just as we talked about earlier with people and their drifting Joy-Cons... You're going to have to send your whole console away, guys. Like, that's the Switch Lite. You'd want to hope that they do some pretty goddamn good revising on the Switch Lite's controls. Otherwise, you're going to be sending them back for drifting. If that if that turns out to be the case, you're going to be sending them back for drifting, but you're not going to be able to play any of your games because there goes the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's a hard sell right now mm. with all this shit going on. Mm. Yes. Oh well, it's a definitely a valid proposition. You have to sort of weigh up in your head. Like, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors. Yeah, like, I think if you think even if you're a little tiny bit interested in any of it, just go for the normal switch. Yeah, don't um, don't sort of like blindly follow follow the consumerism of it. I feel like there's a lot of people that are just like it's Nintendo. They're geniuses. They know what they're doing. It's like, did they though? Do they? I mean, the Wii U. That that's that's already enough of a thing. GameCube suffered in its lifetime, despite the fact it was a good console. Like Nintendo has been through history, and they have made plenty of mistakes, and this could be one of them. Let's be honest in the uh, in the console realm. It's been a long time since we've had a piece of hardware like the Switch where we've been very happy with. Yeah, it's been a long time. Absolutely, yeah, a long time. And like when you think of past console revisions like the GBASP for example or the Game Boy Color they only moved up from where they were they didn't remove anything yeah. and if they did remove anything oh, well, they the, added in something the SP was missing the headphone jack okay it was missing but the headphone they jack they did it before Apple so cool okay so the SP was missing the headphone jack and then like the DSi uh, removed the Game Boy Advance cartridge but it also added a shop you know and heaps of apps and a camera exactly it was, it was awesome yeah, and, and the, the GBA SP didn't have a headphone jack but it did have a backlight oh, yeah. and a collapsible shell to protect the screen That's, that that is one of my favourite little systems I love that exactly thing. yeah but the Switch Lite just removes the Joy-Cons gives you maybe a tiny bit extra battery life has a smaller form factor and that's the cell it's it's nothing revolutionary like a backlit, backlit screen or a completely new operating system with extra shit or cameras on the console. It doesn't add any of that. It just removes a bunch of things to make it cheaper. Mm. So I just feel like as a revision from Nintendo, who are known for really solid handheld revisions, it's not very good. Yeah. Just saying. I agree. Cool. If, if anybody says no, I'm still getting one. That's awesome. Let us know what you think of it. Yeah, by all means. Like, if if you find interest in it, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, if you get one and you love it, and you're like, oh, I don't care about TV play, that's great. Yeah. 
we're not saying you can't feel that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just sharing our opinions. No, that's yeah. it. I just, I just, I just think um, again, like you said, um, if you're the tiniest bit interested in anything on the Switch that you wouldn't get on the light, you're probably just better off buying the normal Switch, mm. multiplayer, TV play, whatever it may be. Mm, absolutely. Uh, I think we'll, I feel like we've droned on about this long enough. We have so. Let's uh, let's end the show, Ross. Yeah, let's, let's end it. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a big it's a big week in tech talk, really. You know. Mm. Yeah. It, no, it was. Talk, we didn't talk talk about any games, really. No, it's because like this entire week has just been like new tech news on Nintendo about their actual proprietary hardware and not their games. Mm. That's because Fire Emblem's out the end of this week. And that's like their big hitter for this time of year. Yeah, which we're really excited about. Cannot wait for Fire Emblem. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be probably, like I've obviously played Fire Emblem games before. This is the one I'm actually really excited as far as like the lead up to it goes. Uh-huh. Like Awakening, it came out. I'm like, oh, sweet, looks good. And I played it. But with uh, this one, I'm like, yes, yes. From when it got announced to the directs and everything, I'm following it. Yep. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. And hopefully I get through it. Because it's, like, it's, like, it's going to be a long one. It's going to be a long one, yeah. yeah. Just just judging by the news alone, but yeah. So next week's going to be games talk. Hopefully, it will be games. By the talk. time by the time we <laughs> by the time we record next next week, we would have only played it for a couple of days since it comes out the Friday, and we'll be probably record Saturday or Sunday, uh, or something like that. Yeah, Saturday. I'll Saturday. I'll be at work all day. It'll be either Sunday. I meant to say Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. Sunday or Monday we'll record, and then hopefully I, I would have. I'm going up to I'm going up to pick up my copy, and I'm going to be playing it all day. I'm going to be playing it. I'm going to try and get at least 20 hours in and go, cool, I've played it for 20 hours. I can talk about it. Jesus. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm super serious about my video games, mate. Serious. Yes. I need to get my word in. And, you know, I'm, I'll probably finish it before you do. Mm. And in, in that case, I'll more than likely have a review written up for dashgamer.com. And, uh, yeah, that'll be in the show notes um, when that goes up formally. Mm. Yes. It will be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everybody, thank you very much for listening to the House of Mario one episode one hundred and eight. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe on your podcast service of choice and leave a cheeky five star rating. Uh, Bryce, where, where can they find you on the Twitterverse? At Ivrevan. You can find me at Idruby, and you can find the show at the House of Mario. And of course, we are part of the Eight Bit Collective. Uh, 12 podcasts <laughs> and twenty podcast creators coming together to put awesome audio content in your ears. And if you'd like to support the show further, get uh, exclusive access to uh, our podcast, uh, Cracking Furfies, and uh, other goodies over there, mm-hmm. uh, go and visit www.patreon.com slash idruby. Yeah. Help support the show, all that fun stuff. And uh, yes, I think that's it. Oh, and visit our Discord community. Say hello. Yeah. Say yeah. what's up. I mean, we've got a lot of people that are talkative in there. If you're ever interested about talking about Nintendo, that's the place to go. That's the place to go. That's the place to go. So, Bryce, Nintendo Jukebox this week is by Video Game Remixes, and it's a Wii Sports Resort remix. Hell yeah. I love Wii Sports Resort. Are we going to see a Switch port anytime soon? Probably not. <laughs> Switch Lite port. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Pull your horn a little bit, Boomer. Mm. Yeah. So, if a, if a Wii Sports Resort port ever comes to Switch... Maybe that's a reason not to get the light. Just saying. (laughs) Anyway, guys, catch you next week. Have a good one. Bye.